All right. Hello. All right, everyone. This is the AEW Dynamite. I mean, it's also All Elite Podcast Dynamite Predictions. My friend, my my whole co-host, Cody. Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to start... We're gonna start off right away. All right, yeah. And uh, I'm just gonna go through what's uh, what's on uh, tomorrow, uh, May fifth or May fourth uh, episode of Dynamite. So we got the Owen Hart Foundation Men's Tournament qualifier, another one where Jeff Hardy makes a singles debut against uh, Bobby Fish. Wardlow goes against MJF's mystery opponent. Um, the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship will be. Um, determined uh, it's a champion versus champion match because there's an interim championship uh, against the, uh, the champion so Diana Parasso will make her AW Dynamite debut uh, versus Mercedes Martinez the interim champion Chiro's match the butcher the blade and Angelico will go against the Blackpool comic the Blackpool comic club uh, in a good Chiro's match and then a grudge match Chris Jericho will go against his former Inner Circle member brother, Santana. So that's what's uh, planned for tomorrow night's May 4th um, episode of Dynamite. So let's start off with the Owen Hart Foundation Men's Tournament qualifier, Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish. What's your predictions? What are your overall thoughts about uh, this match? My overall thoughts that Jeff Hardy will win this match. It will lead to Hardy versus Darby Allen in the Owens tournament. And honestly, like, 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 it was like Jeff Hardy versus, oh yeah, the other guy, mostly will be a tag expert with Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, Bobby Fish, yeah. So Jeff Hardy's going to win this match. Will mostly lead down the road to a, to a Hardy versus Darby Allen Owen Hart tournament match. That'll be quite cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be a, it'll have some interaction from Jeff Hardy and Sting. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I think this match is kind of like even for me. I don't. I don't know uh, who's gonna win here because, I mean, uh, the undisputed elite or Adam Cole didn't say that the undisputed elite will probably um, be you know prevalent in this tournament. And so far, you know, Kyle O'Reilly has uh, has qualified, and so has Adam Cole. So the only person left in the undisputed elite um, to qualify is Bobby Fish. I don't know if he's gonna um, qualify, but I would believe it if he does. You know, especially since Jeff Hardy. You know, Jeff Hardy's getting up there in age. He's not moving as as well as he used to. And obviously, I would like to see a Jeff Hardy Darby Allen match as well, but maybe it's more suitable in in a in a bigger stage with you know more story to kind of back it up because Jeff Hardy can't move as well as he used to uh, now. And I think Jeff Hardy could win this match as well, but but I don't know what who I'd pick. I, I'll probably say uh, I'll probably say that uh, Jeff Hardy wins, but that Jeff Hardy doesn't go against Darby, Darby Allen uh, yet. Uh, because I don't know. I don't know what makes more sense. I think Jeff Hardy would make more sense that Bobby Fish is also part of the Undisputed Elite. And, you know, yeah. that that was the whole thing, too. Yeah. So, is that is that it for this match? Yes, yeah, probably, probably it. Okay, so uh, 
The next match that we're going to discuss here is Wardlow versus MGS Mystery Opponent, who is said to be W. Morrissey from Impact, yeah. the former big cast. What do you think about this? So who's going to win? I'm going to go with Warlow. It's important for the storyline that Warlow wins against W. Morrison. And yeah. Morrison could take a loss. And it's going to lead to Bill Torres, Warlow versus Sean Spears and Dynamite. And then will lead to NJF versus Warlow at double or nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they still need a. I mean, unless this match is not going to be happening at Double or Nothing itself, because Double or Nothing is still. Or when's Double or Nothing? Is it? Is it in like three weeks, four weeks? I mean, it might be like coming up real soon, so that may, may, might make more sense. You kind of set up a Sean Spears match, then a, a match or a week of, you know, building the MGF match, you know, actually oh, yeah. giving, you know, setting it up, and then. And Jeff goes Wardlow at Wardlow or nothing. I think Wardlow wins as well. I think W. Morrissey will probably pose a threat here. And uh, I think Wardlow does win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's it uh, with this match. The Ring of yeah. Honor Women's World Championship will be defended, uh, will be, you know, decided. Uh, Diana yeah. Prasso will go against Mercedes Martinez. Who do you think will win? This is a close one. I will go with Martinez for the win. Mostly because 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 Peraza is is signed to impact and Torticon wants AEW sign wrestlers for his company to win the ROH title from his company mostly. And Peralta, once her contract runs out, she could get the belt back from Mercedes. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. I think. Uh, I think uh, Peralta. I, I I would want Peralta to win. I think uh, she's too good in this uh, championship. If the only reason why I would see you know Peralta losing this match is if you want Diana Peralta to be more of an AW talents rather than a Ring of Honor talent. I know that she's not signed or anything, but if event, I mean, to assume that Tony Khan does want to sign Jenna Prasso at some point when he can, you know, when he when he can sign her, you know. Um, and I think having Jenna Prasso on AEW is more of a priority than having her in Ring of Honor, especially since I would say she's the best wrestler in the world uh, yeah. outside of the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would, I would. Want Deanna, I wouldn't want Deanna Prasso to like necessarily lose this match, but uh, I do think that Mercedes Martinez has a has a chance of at beating Deanna Prasso here. Yeah. Mhm. All right. So the next match is the trios match. Uh, you know, the Butcher, the Blade, and Angelico. Angelico makes his return to Dynamite after you know months of not not seeing him at at. Dynamite, you know, with, with Jack Evans or without Jack Evans, and then the Blackpool, they're going against Blackpool Combat Club. Who's gonna win here? Blackpool uh, Combat Club. Uh, yeah. Club is mostly a squash trios match to show show the the Combat Club how dangerous they are. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like what has happened like the last two weeks. I'm getting a little bit. Uh, I know people really like. Um, the Blackpool Combat Club and everything. 
But uh, I mean, I'm getting a little bit tired of these, you know, trios matches. I'd rather have, you know, some type of story progress, you know, because there hasn't really been much story other than I look at these people and look at how bad they beat these their opponents up, you know. Uh, and this is, I don't think there's going to be any different than that. This is probably setting up like a trios title at, at some point, but uh, until we get that title, I mean, this is, isn't going to serve much purpose other than to highlight the Blackpool Combat Club as well as it has been highlighted before. Um, I'd rather see like singles matches between Brian Dennison. I mean, imagine Brian Dennison having singles matches like he was having before the Blackpool Combat Club. I think this has him hindered Brian Dennison's, you know, greatness, you know, uh, rather than, you know, expose its greatness because, you know, he's not really a trios or tag team wrestler. He's a singles wrestler. That's he had an aura that he still has here, but uh, it's a it's a trios match. It's not a singles match. Uh, then these people are singles wrestlers, yeah. uh, not trios. Yeah, but yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that it with with this uh, match? Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go to this last match, a grudge match. Uh, Chris Jericho will go against uh, one of his brothers or his former brothers in the inner circle. Uh, Santana. So, Chris Jericho versus Santana, who do you think is going to win? And what are your opinions about this match? I'm going to go with Jericho for the win. And this match is more of a grudge match. Yeah, even though it's really like a storyline grudge with Kingston, Satana Ortiz, and the Jericho Appreciate Society, Jericho is most likely going to get the win. But eventually, long term, the storyline is going to get We'll have some impact story with the Jericho versus Kingston feud. Like eventually, some they'll bring in like someone from someone to to, to join in with 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 Kingston and Santana Ortiz eventually. You think so? Who who do you yeah. think who do you think would uh come and join them and who would be believable? Let's see. Mm, Hernandez is out because he's with MLW. He's out. The, the believable thing I would put him with is either it was like not Conan. Conan is too old to wrestle, hurt to wrestle. Right. Right. I mean, oh yeah, homicide. Either homicide or Claudio. Claudio. Claudio formerly Cesaro. I put in here. Okay, Claudio Castagnoli. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, if Cesaro is, you know, signed to AW, I think that would make sense. Yeah. Um, Eddie Kingston and Cesaro, I think of uh, history. I don't know. I, I wasn't watching back then, you know, the independence or whatever, but I think they do have some type of history that, that would make sense to why they would be, you know, allied to each other. But, uh, the, the homicide thing, I think currently he's an NWA and he's a champion over there, the light heavyweight champion. So yeah. I don't I don't know if that's that's possible right now. So I think Cesaro probably makes sense. I don't know if you bring him in for this match specifically. I think uh, Chris Jericho does get the win with uh, you know cheating um, through through you know the you know whatever it's called the Jericho Appreciation Society and. Because Jericho yeah. beats uh, Santana. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I hear. 
So yeah, um, yeah. that's it. Okay. Next match. I think that's it for the for dynamite food. Um, um you want anything for the Chinese restaurant? Give me a minute. I'll tell you. All right. I don't know about it. All right. Oh, hi. I'm just talking to my mom. All right. Let's. Can you tell me again? Uh, I think that's it for the dynamic preview. Uh, I think you, uh, unless you have anything else to oh, yeah. discuss. Oh, yeah. said to give her a minute. She'll show the size. She'll come to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I don't know something to talk about. Like, let's see. Any news we could talk about? The, the one that I sent you? Yeah. So let's talk about the the Stu Grayson situation. It seems like uh, Stu Grayson isn't at the, in the AEW uh, page anymore. And that seems to indicate that maybe some contract negotiations fell through and maybe it, it expired. Um, things, more details have been coming up and saying that Stu Grayson... And Tony Khan did want a, a contract to to formulate, but it just couldn't get done by the time that it was uh, it was expiring, and it did expire. And it everything seems to point toward it being an amicable, uh, you know, business deal. But uh, a deal wasn't worked out, and maybe in the future, Stu Grayson will come back but as of right now the the contract is expired and he's no longer part of all Al- elite wrestling um what are your thoughts about this uh, overall thoughts about Stu grayson leaving uh, aw uh, my thoughts is that well Stu grayson is his in-ring skills are good and in fact he's amazing in ring style he's like he's good but well luckily i think there's more to meet the eye with tony khan they're working on a new agreement Something backstage like so, he ain't gonna go away completely from AEW. He probably have a backstage position as a coach for Ring of Honor, or etc. Right, um, and we saw. I mean, I think uh, I don't know if you saw it in Twitter. Uh, you know the little shoot thing that they did on BT. I think it was where he was directing himself to Hangman Page and how, like, you know, complaining about how, you know. He was sitting and catering. A lot of the people in the dark order were sitting and catering and just accompanying Hangman Page while Hangman Page was getting the matches and the the you know the minutes at in, on AW Dynamite, and they were just you know behind him and uh, and catering whenever they could have had the chance to wrestle. Which they're there to wrestle. They're not there to sit uh, sit backstage or anything like that. And I'm sure there was uh, some sort of shoot nature to that to that clip that was passed around on Twitter, I'm pretty sure that he probably was uh, disgruntled about his position in AEW. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't uh, doubt it, you know, because obviously our people could say, oh, AEW is the greatest company in the world. But in reality, it's just like any other company. There's politics involved. Sometimes, you know, the the top people remain the top people. And uh, sometimes you slot it as a mid-carder, lower mid-carder, and that's where you're going to be. And if you're started there and you're not happy with that position, sometimes leaving the promotion is the best way. I mean, look at Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes probably was asking uh, Tony Khan for a better position in 
in AW. And Tony Khan probably didn't see it that way. Tony Khan probably saw Cody Rhodes as a face of the company, but as a mid-carder. And Cody Rhodes wasn't um, happy with that. So he said, I'll bet on myself and show you that I am a main eventer. And now he's in third day and he's doing just that. The Stu Grayson could do that anywhere uh, if he is truly out of AW now. And I'm sure he could prove some people wrong over there in AW. Yeah, he would. He proves a lot of people wrong. Um, now this kind of like begs to like question what's the what's the future for Evil Uno? Maybe Evil Uno becomes a singles wrestler, and he has wrestled a, a couple of matches as a singles wrestler. It's not something that's boring to him or anything. But I mean, what does it do to the Dark Order or things that like that? If Stu Grayson is really uh, out of AW, yeah. Maybe this leads to Evil Uno uh, leaving, uh, leaving AW as well, or maybe there yeah. was—I don't know. Maybe they both had different, you know, things in mind in terms of what they wanted to do in that company. Um, yeah. But yeah. So that's that's that. Unless you have uh, anything else to add to that uh, situation, I got something else we want. I, we could talk about this. All right, let's go ahead. So. I think it was yesterday, or uh, it was confirmed that Roderick Strong had uh, told WWE that he wanted his release, and this is after, you know, being prominently used in in NXT and all that, uh, the Diamond Mine and all that, and surely he wants to get released to go to AW or whatever. And I think there was also reports saying that WWE has re- uh, rejected that uh, that request to release. Uh, what are your thoughts about Roderick Strong leaving? Potentially leaving Doi Doi uh, and it being the next. Well, um, I see Roger Strong leaving WWE, but I'll put, I don't put him with the Undisputed Elite yet. I, I put him on a Ring of Honor first, like a, like a singles run, like build him a new character. It's like <laughs> the Dynamite, Dynamite should have done for Roger Strong, but. WWE, but probably WWE released some of the stars from Diamond Mind that was going to be important for Roger Strong's character change. So, so you think that he would serve better, a better use at in Ring of Honor rather than AEW? No, he could be a good use of AEW, but I would have him go go like start on start back like start start with Ring of Honor first, since he had history with Ring of Honor, and he could. Like AEW can help him build our new character Ring of Honor, and that could be transitioned to AEW Dynamite. That's so it. you, you don't want him to go to the, the uh, why don't you want him to go to the Undisputed Elite? I think uh, with all this, you know, uh, everything happened with the Bullet Club, with the Undisputed Elite, with everything that all the people in Bullet Club outside of the uh, now, you know, recently, I think Roger Strong would to to be involved with those people, you know, because he is uh, a former Undisputed Era member and he'd be fit right into the Undisputed Elite as well. So I don't, I don't know why he wouldn't uh, go there. I think that's, that is his character. His character is an Undisputed Era member, isn't it? Yeah, it probably be. And he's a great worker too. He's a great wrestler. So, I mean, unless... I think he he's a few he could be a potential TNT champion. He's a he's a really good wrestler. He would be one of the top uh, top wrestlers uh, in that in that promotion. But uh, you know, 
I think uh, he needs that undisputed era or undisputed elite behind him in order to like win and all that. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I, I feel like if he does end up leaving, I think Cody Rhodes should go to NXT or Ryder Strong should come to Raw for one week and just have that one uh, match against each other. Ryder Strong against Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes had had him. Um, uh, in his list when he had left WWE in 2016 and he never got to do it since Roderick Strong went to NXT and now that he's leaving he should probably get to that quick because because uh, um, he's not going to be able to do it in the next you know whatever multi-years uh, Cody Rose will be in WWE now yeah but yeah so that's that's about it unless you have uh, other news other discussions uh, that's about that it could have. that's about it alright yeah. so let's end this then Yes, about it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to AEW Dynamite Previews. This is Augusto Production, Richie, and Tattoo Cody, and we're out. Bye, everyone.